Hi, I'm Vishen Lakiani, founder of Mind Valley, the school for human transformation. You're listening to the Mind Valley podcast, where we'll be bringing you the greatest teachers and thought leaders on the planet to discuss the world's most powerful ideas in personal growth for mind, body, spirit, and work. Okay, I have a job for you. You are going to be responsible for the emotional, physical, spiritual, intellectual development of a human being. Okay? Everybody qualified? No pressure. pressure. (laughs) But seriously, if somebody said to you, I have a job, you're going to be in charge of the emotional, spiritual, intellectual development of a human being. How many people would say, not a problem? You need training to drive a truck. You need training to do someone's hair to be a hairdresser. You need training to be a pole dancer. But anybody could be a parent. Are you kidding me? So today, I am going to give you three keys and one principle that will help you raise children who have life-affirming beliefs, who feel their power, and who know that they're good enough, period. Yes, yes. Yes, yes? Okay. So I have worked with thousands of people from Mozambique to Minnesota, from Albuquerque to Albania, and from New Delhi to New Jersey. And virtually everybody has the beliefs, I'm not good enough, I'm not important, and I'm powerless. So I want to do an experiment. I want everybody to close your eyes. No peeking, all right? I'm certain, no peeking. So close your eyes. I want you to raise your hand if you procrastinate. Wow, okay, so 90% of the room. Put your hands down. I want you to raise your hand if some part of your day you feel anxiety. Raise your hand. Good, about 85, 90%. Now, last one, I want you to raise your hand if you ever worry about what people think of you. Yes, everybody. Great. How would you like to raise children? And if you don't have children, I promise there's value if you just listen. But how would you like to raise children who don't have any of those issues, who are in life free to be authentic, to express themselves. How would you like to have children who spend their lives not getting better, but making a difference? Yes, yes? Okay, good. So we have heard for four days now that our beliefs determine our behavior, right? If your beliefs determine your behavior, what is your job as a parent? To facilitate or teach your children, to instill in your children positive beliefs about themselves, life, and people. Yes? So let's say it. My job as a parent is to help my children form positive beliefs about themselves, life, 
and people. Yes? Good. Okay. Key number one. Get to the source. Don't force. Okay? So I'm going to tell you a story. I have single-handedly supported the dentists of the world. I put my dentist's children through college. Okay? Every tooth in my mouth is capped to the tune of a Rolls Royce. So I was to say a little neurotic about my children brushing their teeth is an understatement. So one day, Brittany was about three and a half years old, and I said to her, okay, time to brush your teeth. And she said, no, because that was Brittany's middle name. Brittany, no, left go. No. So I pull out all the skills and tools that I teach, and I said, do you want to fly into the bathroom? No. Uh, should we skip into the bathroom? No. I said, okay, how do you want to go into the bathroom? Marching band. Okay. So we march into the bathroom. We get into the bathroom, put the toothpaste on the toothbrush. Okay, Brittany, you're going to brush your teeth. No. I'm tired. It's 9 o'clock at night. I'm done. So a little more cajoling. At some point I said to her, okay, Brett, I put my arm around her neck. I'm seething. I get the toothbrush in my hand. <laughs> and I'm shoving it in. <laughs> this is true. This is honest to God, true story. And this little voice in my head said, at what cost? See, if she concludes I'm powerless, is it worth it? I don't care if she has no teeth. At which point, I backed off, and I looked at her, and I said, you know what, Britt? I'm not going to force you to brush your teeth. I won't force you to do anything. However, when you get older, you just may lose all your teeth, and this is how you're going to talk. And she looks at me, and she starts to laugh. So I said, sweetie, let me ask you a question. What is it about brushing your teeth that you hate? And she said, Mommy, the brush scratches my gums. And I said, wow, you have sensitive gums. I said, well, sweetie, what, you know, maybe we could get a softer toothbrush. Would that help? And she said, yes. And I said, great. We want to fix things as parents, make it stop, make them stop crying, make them stop doing something, make them do something. Get to the source of the problem, and never ask why. Do you know why you never ask why? Because why is meaning, and meaning is made up. They don't know why they do things. You don't know why you do things. It's all made up. What? What is it about this? What is it about broccoli? What is it about vegetables? What is it about doing your homework? Get to the source of the problem. Don't force, right? So here's three ways to make your children feel powerful. Let them have a voice. Listen. Let them have a voice and let them speak. You don't have to do everything they want, but let them have a voice. Number two, negotiate. Let them go to bed 10 minutes earlier. Let them win. Because children who feel powerless have to always test the universe to see if they have power. Children who feel powerful don't have to do that. And the third one is avoid 
saying, because I said so, at all costs. Okay? Key number two, make them feel important. Because if they don't when they're little, they won't when they're grown up. I'm going to tell you a story. So I have a client named Brad. And Brad called me up and he said, Shelly, I'm a workaholic. And I can't stop working. He said, I don't know my kids. My wife's ready to divorce me. I'm worth $10 million and I'm on the cover of business publications. When is it going to be enough? Anybody relate? And I said, never. It is never going to be enough because your achievements do not make you important. He said, I always feel like I have to prove myself. So his belief was, I'm not important, but what makes me important are my achievements. So as long as he's achieving, he feels important. When he's not achieving and he's at his kid's game, he doesn't feel important. Make sense? So it is really, really important. I ask people all the time, if you're in a room full of very successful, wealthy people, do you feel just as important as them? And even wealthy, successful people say, no, that's crazy. So the ways in which to make your children feel important is put down your iPhone. And if you can't, you can say to your child, what you have to say to me is very important and I can't listen right now. As soon as I answer the email, take the telephone call, finish the project, you will have my undivided attention. So give your children attention. When you're on the road traveling, Skype them and listen. I promise you this, as your kids get older and you're lying in bed with them at night, they love to talk. That's the time when they love to talk. Listen. And when they stop talking, don't talk. And they'll keep talking. That's how to make children feel important, and it's also how to have a profound relationship with your child. Number three, key number three. This is so important. I can't even tell you how important this is. Have realistic expectations for your children. Children are not born knowing things. I'll tell you a great story. So my client named Judy comes in. And she said to me, Shelly, I have to tell you a story. My little girl, Sophie, comes home from school one day. Sophie walks past the bird cage, and she said, oh, I'm going to surprise Mommy, and I'm going to clean the bird cage." She said, Mommy loves clean bird cages, but she hates cleaning the bird cage." So she goes into the kitchen, and she gets a little baggy, and she's wearing her really favorite dress. And so she goes and she puts all the bird poop in the bag and then she closes the cage and she's so happy and she hears her friends outside. So she takes the bird poop and she puts it on the cocktail table and she goes outside to play. So a little while later, Judy comes into the room and the dog had gotten a hold of the bird poop and it was all over the carpet and it stunk. And she said, I don't believe this. And she calls Sophie in. She said, Sophie, what happened? What did you do? What were you thinking? 
And Sophie looks at her and she starts crying and she said, Mommy, all I ever wanted to do was make you happy. And she said to me, Shelly, what did I do wrong? And I said, here's what you did wrong. Do children operate like this? I'm going to surprise mommy and clean out the birdcage. Okay, if I put this on the cocktail table, the dog may get it. And then it's going to end up on the carpet. So I better walk it into the garden. The kid is gone. Kids are in the moment. I want to surprise her. Now, I did it. Next. Now, can you teach a child to think like that? Yes. But to expect them to. Let me ask you a question. Anybody know a five-year-old child who wants to sit still in a restaurant? But we say to our children, get over here, sit down, what's wrong with you? And why do you think that is, by the way? Fear of being not thought well of by others. We throw our children under the bus because strangers in a restaurant might not think well of us. So you can say to your child, sweetie, I know you want to run around the restaurant. You're full of energy. But you can't because it disturbs people. Let's play a game at the table. So if your children don't clean their rooms to the satisfaction of Mary Poppins, acknowledge them for doing it. Now, here's the thing about when a child gets criticized, what do they conclude? I'm not good enough, right? or I'm not capable, or mistakes and failures are bad. So here's the deal. Three ways to not have your children feel I'm not good enough, first and most important. Acknowledge them for who they are. I love being with you. Vaughn, you are such a joy to be with. You're so warm and kind and caring. You know, I have to tell you something. What you all do is very interesting. And sometimes with this group, maybe even inspiring. But being with you in these past four days has been awesome. The way people have been being with me. Do you need anything? Can I help you carry something? Do you need a, a, anything? It is who you are that inspires people. So stop telling your children, did you do your homework? Didn't you do your homework? Did you do your chores? Didn't you? You're not a human doing, you're a human being. So acknowledge them for being, number one. Number two, instead of criticizing and comparing, never, ever, ever, ever compare. Never do what? Compare. Never compare your children, okay? So give information. When you leave the milk out, it gets sour. They're not born knowing that. When you leave the refrigerator door open, the food goes bad. They're not born knowing that either, okay? So those are the things that you can do. When your children make mistakes, say to them, this is what I used to do. Ding, 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 learning opportunity. Because <laughs> I didn't want her to have that belief. So when my daughter was nine years old, she said to me, mom, it's getting old. I got it. <laughs> it's true. So here's the thing. Every child 
deserves the kind of parenting that allows them to have and live their dreams. They deserve the kind of parenting that has them be in life as a contributor, as a fully self-expressed, joyful human being. Not the kind of parenting that they spend their lives recovering from. Yes, yes? So here's the principle that I say as a parent will change your life and your child's life forever. When your child walks away from you, stop and ask yourself the question, what did they just conclude? What did they walk away saying to themselves? Did they walk away saying, I'm a winner or a loser? Did they walk away and saying, I just made a mistake and I grew? Or I made a mistake and I'm an idiot. So that is the most important question. What did they walk away concluding? And if you don't like what they did, clean it up. May all of your children grow up to be free from the limitations that keep us from having the fullest, most awesome lives. And this is the Mind Valley Podcast. If you like the Mind Valley Podcast, take the next step. Become a Mind Valley member. Imagine being coached daily by the greatest teachers on the planet. How quickly would you transform your health, your mindset, your body? your relationships? How quickly would you double the size of your company? How quickly would you see your career grow? How quickly would you eliminate any limiting belief that's holding you back and manifest a life that you once thought beyond your dreams? When you become a member, you don't just get access to the greatest education in the world. You become part of a community of 150,000 of the most incredible people dedicated to personal growth. Go to mindvalley.com forward slash now to get started.